What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. Welcome. Nice to have you back in the studio. It's good to see you. I think we spoke to you on the phone last time, maybe. No, I, I was can't remember. It was for we the had... June appeal. Oh, that's it right. It was going off. Before that, it was on the on the phone. Yeah. Um, good to have you back in. Uh, you've been back in Perth for a few, a little while oh, now. A couple of months. It's been nice. What has the last few months looked like as far as your activity in schools? Because you had obviously had some downtime with the school holidays. School holidays and then yeah. back into it last week. So I had a, yeah, I spoke at a church on Tuesday night. Wednesday was at a, a Christian college and then Thursday a mining company. So what? That was hey, the... So church, school, and so everyone wants to uh, get some information. That's right. That's right. So my colleague Melinda and I spoke to a mining company for the first time on Thursday and that was about equipping them to help their children through obviously living in a hypersexualized world and got another one of those gigs coming up in a month as well. So that was new that's, and exciting. Yeah. So that's fascinating. So the mining company were keen to educate and help their staff their people on yeah. how to navigate their own family that's right or friends. Yeah. That's a really good initiative. It's fantastic. I was actually do you know what? Like I recognize that there's lots of things that people don't always get right or fall short of, but there were some fantastic stories that they had shared about consequences. So, um, you know, there's definitely lots. I was at Parliament House recently and there's a report about what's been happening in mind sites around sexism and these sorts of behavior, right? But, you know, and no one is blind to the challenges there. But one of the great stories that they shared was that a contractor rocked up with this sexualized, pornified woman on the side of their truck and the kind of head of whoever waltzed them off and tore up the contract and said, no, get off the site. Wow. We're not going to have you working here with that on our on our mind site. Wow. So, you know, they don't, okay. they, they haven't shared that story, but I want to tell that story because I think that's fantastic. I think other people need that's... to be inspired by like, that's the standard. Like, you know, if you, the standard you walk past is a standard you accept. So like, I love that they did that. I love that they had you know the what? gumption. That, that would have taken a bit of courage on behalf of that organization to, to make a stand because that could have, I haven't seen that go viral. Yeah, no. Where, where, well, I guess <laughs> no one knows. So they told us behind the scenes and I thought, oh, yeah. I get it. Maybe they don't want to big note themselves because it might be easy to point to all the things that they haven't done right. Of course. So you don't want to just yeah. put out that. But I thought, that's fantastic. You know, I want to share that because again, we we all have opportunities to use whatever influence we have to say, no, that's not okay. That's not the right way to see yeah. people as fully human. That's not it. That sends a very, very clear message to all of that company's employees. So, wow. Absolutely. How, how good was that? Absolutely. I'm sure they would have been cheering them on. I wonder what happened to the contractor. I wonder whether that would be interesting to see whether he's realised and has he been educated to say, that's oh, right. actually, I didn't realise that was inappropriate. Well, yes, it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I mean, and that's the whole thing is you're just like when things become normalised, people don't even realise. But that's certainly a, a quick wake-up call to rethink yeah. your kind of values and attitudes. Yeah. Look, what we'll do, we'll take a break. I'd love to hear from you today. You can give us a call if you've got a question for Daniel. Uh, 9313 Off the back of that story you just shared... Um, I'm keen to get your uh, your thoughts on the uh, the one that back in July out at Lake Joondalup uh, Shopping Centre. Oh yes, with their they were hosting their winter holiday activities, um, but you guys collective share were quite involved. I mean, everyone was talking about that a few. I know it's only a few weeks ago, but we'll come back and Sounds have a good. chat about that. Back after this. 
98.5 weekdays with Mike. Daniel from Collective Shout is with me. Now, Daniel, you mentioned about the the mining company uh, with the, the contract with, with the signage, uh, which is a, a, a good thing. That's really good to hear because we don't see that anywhere. Off the back of that, the, a couple of weeks ago, early uh, earlier on in July, uh, the Perth Shopping Centre has come under fire for hosting a kids' activity near a racy lingerie store and its display um, of porn-themed images. Um Tell us about your involvement, because Collective Shout, obviously, you would have jumped on that fairly quickly. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Oops. Sorry, I've gone the wrong one again. There we go. That's so good. Coming in loud and clear. So I just want to give a massive shout out to my colleagues at Collective Shout. So Mm. Caitlin, Lynn especially, and Renee and Melinda, who have been campaigning against Honeybird Out, which just to be clear, is a Playboy-owned sex shop in family shopping malls who have had, I think, over 60 breaches of ad standards to date. Now, unfortunately, the ad industry is self-regulated, so that's what self-regulation looks like. Pornified portrayals of women in all sorts of compromising positions in objectified scenarios in family shopping malls and I think it just comes to light when you're like this is school holiday activities you've got little kids coming in and you've got women displayed like this and I don't even want to use some of the language about describing it and it's like can we not see that this is not helpful this is not good for young girls to learn about the value of what women are for and it's not good for young boys to learn about what women should be valued for when these floor to ceiling portrayals are there and so my colleagues are just so tenacious on this and they just continue to push at every avenue to say well Where's where's all these sort of male champions of change or all these organisations wear the white w- ribbon on on those sorts of days, but then they allow this to go on under their watch? Because if you can make a buck from it, it seems like your values then stop. So they've just been pushing and pushing against this for a, like 10 years now. Um, and it's just so important. It's such an important thing because this is the disconnect because we say we don't want to just treat women as pieces of meat, but then we allow this to happen mm. here, there and everywhere. Where, where did that all end up? Like, was that, was that a win for not only Collective Shout but the general wider community of mums and dads that, it was that, good that to, voiced their opinion? It was good to get the media coverage, but again, yeah. this has been a 10-year campaign against them. We're talking about a billion-dollar Playboy-owned company, right? So, okay. you know, we're, we're a grassroots campaigns movement who punch above our way you know huge victories last year there was 20 and seven of them were global but some of these things take time like the wicked campers for example that was a 10-year process remember that whereas there's been other ones where melinda and the team have just got stuff done so quickly like Mm. and and highlighted these things and there's just this snap global movement to to push back on this and say this isn't okay but of course when you're talking about vested interests and lots of money to be made everybody wants to pass the buck but Yeah. yeah they've done some really creative things if you're listening at home go to collectiveshout.org and look at the ways that we continue to highlight uh, these portrayals of women that see them as less, as less than human. So that situation at the shopping centre out there at Joondalup, is that, so could, that could happen again. So, right. so the next school holidays, it's possible that we may see another scenario playing out there. That's right. So nothing's, uh, you know, I, I wonder about the people power and if not, and enough people start to voice their concern, does that make a difference? That's right. And or do we feel like we're going, oh, there's no point, let it go, don't worry about it, there's nothing we can do. Just keep up the pressure. Like we've learned from the Wicked campaign, it was 10 years and then all the state, you know, transport ministers got together to pass legislation. You and know, it some, happened. And it happened. So then you just keep pushing. So I know for a fact that there's politicians discussing this this week. Yep. Uh, 
and so you just got to keep the pressure up different ways but I think the biggest thing is we say is yeah Collective Shout loves to campaign against this this is what we do but it's more powerful if local community members say that this is not okay we yeah. need other people's voices and we help enable other people to have a voice in this space so I, I think some of the some of the challenges is that people don't often people don't know what to do or what to say or how to say it. For example, so look, I'd love to voice my opinion and who do I who do I email, who do I contact, how do I articulate what I'm trying to say? Does Collective Shout help then with that process? So That's well, right. What's going on? What can you know to find out? And you provide some help there. That's right. So yeah, all on our social media, and then obviously if you sign okay. up to emails, we tell people what our latest campaigns are. And some of them are ongoing, and some of them are new ones that where okay. we're where we're holding other corporates and advertisers to account. So yeah, that's all available. We make it super simple because then you see other people doing it. Some of it's sending an email. Some of it's just like tagging these companies on Instagram, on Facebook, saying, "Hey, this goes against your corporate social responsibility values. What do you do?" about it okay now from what I can understand this is a broad issue that that's not it's not just our politicians that we should say what are you doing it's not just collect a shout well can you sort that out but the way I'm seeing it Daniel is that it's it's both government mums and dads people that are concerned that's right. as, so it's a kind of a it's kind of a collective, to use the word, right. it's a collective kind of um, um, thing to do. Is that, that fair to say? That's pretty much it. I mean, we help people. We, we, we make it more efficient, obviously, if you can pull lots of people together. Like we've got a campaign against Etsy at the moment for some awful, awful things, and I think that's approaching 70,000 signatures. And again, if we can continue to, to mm. work together. But, you know, sometimes, especially when it's with regards to people and getting their politicians engaged, it's like, well, I can't go and speak to someone else's MP because the moment they look up where I'm just isn't in the electoral role that yep. they'll say, "Well, you go speak to your MP." Yeah, and I do know, I do know personally of some of the some of the uh, amazing uh, politicians in our state are uh, being very active and on the front foot. That's foot right. With this one, we'll take a break. And love you always, forever. You like that one, didn't you, didn't you Daniel? Like, I always love that, that song. That's one of my favourite songs. <laughs> uh, very good. It's good to have you in from Collective Shout. Now, you've also you mentioned um, you spoke at a um, to some stuff at a mining company, which was really good. Uh, also, church, and then but also some more schools here in Perth. Can you yeah. share a little bit about uh, what what that was like? Oh, it was fantastic. I was at a, a college in Fremantle mm-hmm. and just loved my experience there. The, the younger boys. So I spoke to the seven eights, then the nine tens, and eleven twelve. The seven and eights they were so a bit awkward a bit playful at the beginning <laughs> took them a while to wrangle them and, and we yeah. was like oh are we gonna land it are we gonna yeah. land this but by the end their insights and I kept saying the boys you're a bunch of goofballs to begin <laughs> with and now look at the insights you're bringing just their analysis of the issues the mm. type of values that they wanted to live out as young men yeah. and, and their dissection of the cultural messages they were receiving about being a man and being a woman about sex and relationships it was just brilliant it's always heartwarming and yeah it was um, really encouraging to have people in the room kind of witness these moments yeah. so yeah that was, a, that was a real privilege and met a 15 year old boy who was just absolutely stunning and I posted about him on my social media because he kind of put his hand up during the session and asked about, you know, but 
the way guys are conditioned to not really know, or if you haven't had it modeled, because it's not all guys, but if you haven't had opportunities to learn how to give and receive love, you know, how how to model a different way to be in the world, which I think is true. Like, unless you've been privileged enough to have that in your home or have good role models, then I think a lot of guys aren't invited into that. They kind of have this callousness that I think is normative in our culture, not this idea of how to be really caring and really kind and really compassionate. I think you know when you see that it's just a beautiful thing but he was saying you know we need to help guys have these opportunities and learn how to give and receive love and you know have that modeled for us if we haven't had opportunities and I was like I'm so with you I love that you know and you just you get to unearth these incredible things and just young men who say that you know they want they want more for themselves for their mates for their relationships and yeah I'm always just so encouraged when the lads want to stick around and I had the year 11 and 12s hang around after school just to keep kind of chatting about different things Mm. and ask questions and they want to be able to ask things and you know uh, scared if their mates will laugh laugh at them but yeah those are the special moments but doesn't that then how that's so encouraging and I'm sure that gives them confidence to go actually when you leave and go they then it gives them kind of um the the amazing opportunity to keep having those discussions that's what I say to them so you've really opened it up to say hey keep talking about this and then they're not so embarrassed. That's right. I say I'm handballing so, it to you now. I'm leaving this afternoon. It's now on to you boys. And yeah. the cha- want my final challenge to them, and I give them probably about three or four during the course of a presentation, but my final one is to think about the fact that they don't know other people's home lives and experiences, and, and they mm. may be the only positive male role model someone might have. So, like, think about that, because I'm all about equipping them to take responsibility and think about the influence that they have. And it's like, what kind of man are you going to model? Are you going to make other people feel safe and respected and um, you know cared for and I say that's now on you guys I'm leaving and yeah. run with this yeah um, so good um, now Daniel you are heading off uh, a couple of days you're, you're back Thursday morning yeah yep. heading back out interstate that's right uh, demands everywhere across the country which I guess in some respects is uh, it's sort of it tells you of what the issues are but also, more importantly it's it's great that you've got more opportunities um, so you're away for a little while um, Interesting, you were speaking, you've spoken at uh, companies, that mm-hmm. mining company, uh, churches uh, and, and or schools. Um, when are you back? If people want to get hold of you to to invite you to come and come and share, yeah, great. Uh, what does what does the calendar look like? More importantly, <laughs> thank you, Mike. So uh, my colleague Melinda and I can't wait to join her on the road. So we're going to be mm. on the road pretty much together till the end of November. It's pretty what? much all booked out. It's all booked out to the end of November, which is a great problem to have. Yeah. Uh, so I've been just yesterday chatting with school and church here in Perth. So yeah. I think from early December. I'll be home for the summer for a few months to, wow. um, yeah, enjoy some salt water and some sunshine. But yeah, if yeah. there are youth groups or schools that could engage later in the, I know the seniors will be off; they'll be done mm. from their exams. But yeah, happy to work with communities here at that time, uh, and then looking, yeah, looking to this time next year, we'll be back in Perth, mm. Western Australia, in June, most likely in July. Just on that with the youth groups, I mean that's probably a big. Um, large group of young people gathering together across Perth, across all different uh, churches, often on a Friday night. Um, Is that a space where you'd be keen to talk more into? Is that... So keen. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Because there's obviously a a, a big need and I guess it's really partnering, isn't it? You come alongside an organisation, whether it be a mining company or whoever, and you you kind of partner with them and, and make a difference. Yeah. 
Well, enjoy your trip on, on Thursday. Really appreciate your time today. And if people want to uh, get hold of you, probably our website's probably the best. Head online to 98five.com and you can follow the links there through to Collective Shout. Good on you, Daniel. Thank you. You are on 98.5 and this is Weekdays with Mike. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.